It's a common sense recap of the big stories. It's Cats and Cosby on 77 WABC. Great, great lawyer, of course, constitutional expert, Alan Dershowitz, uh, former Harvard Law School professor. Uh, professor Dershowitz, your reaction to this big news? Well, in 60 years of practicing criminal law, I have never come across a case, and I've read probably 10,000 cases. They've never come across a case where there are no damages, where the banks made money, where there were no complaining witnesses, where there's no intention, and where this amount of money has been caused as a fine. It's clearly unconstitutional. It clearly is, uh, although it's not criminal, it's civil, but it's cruel and unusual punishment. It violates any sense of proportionality, and I would hope it would be reversed by the appellate division or by the New York Court of Appeals. But remember that the appellate division, too, is very political, and they're uh, elected judges, and um, New York County, of course, is 85 percent Democrat. And so, you know, this is an abuse of the legal system, and the message it sends to business people who want to get into politics, uh, it's going to tell them all to stay away from it. You're not going to get Nelson Rockefellers running for, for government. You're not going to get other wealthy people who want to get involved in the government because they know that all you need is a prosecutor saying, get Trump, get Trump. Uh, the name of my book, of course, I, I named it after her own campaign promise. And you see these television clips now where she is saying, I'm going to get him. I'm going to get him. I'm going to go after him. I'm going to go after him. It's Stalinism when you have a prosecutor who says, basically, show me the man, Donald Trump, and I'll find you the fraud. And, uh, you know, thankfully, it's not criminal, but he's facing criminal charges as well. And there are corrupt elements in the criminal charges, too. This is all, in effect, election interference. It's all designed to prevent Trump from becoming the next president of the United States. Look, I don't mix my politics and my legal analysis. Um, You know, it doesn't matter whether you support Trump or oppose him. Every American who cares about the Constitution should be opposed to this verdict. You know, and uh, Professor Dershowitz, we're just getting reactions coming in. This is from Trump attorney Alina Haba, and she says, if this decision stands, because, of course, they're going to appeal it, she says it will serve as a signal to every single American that New York is no longer open for business. This is damning. I agree with you, and I think, you know, it it says that you can't trust. Look, I have a friend who's a billionaire who does business, and he says he will never do business in China because in China, you know if there's going to be a lawsuit against a company, you know who's going to win. You know that the decision is not based on any judicial considerations, based on political considerations in Russia, in China, in Iran. And New York's going to get that reputation unless it does something about cases like this. And, you know, the twin case of this, obviously, is the criminal case that's going to be the first one. It's going to be the premier uh, um, district attorney Bragg's case, which is about the weakest criminal case I've ever seen. So, you know, the New York legal system, more than any other legal system so far, has been abused for partisan and political purposes. And it's a shame because those of us who love New York and everybody on this show loves New York, we don't want to see New York be turned into a banana republic. 
No, yeah. And Alan, that noise you hear now is the stampede of every New York real estate developer running down to Florida. I mean, if they're not allowed to, you know this, some people, it's a four cap, a six cap. My, my building is worth what someone will pay me for it. Okay. And it's especially what you said earlier. How did, how do you justify these, these, this value with no damages? It's, isn't it usually a multiple of the, the, you know, money that was misappropriated or stolen or whatever the damage is? Isn't, isn't the judge have to base it on something? Yeah. And when you compare it to his own, under evaluation of Mar-a-Lago, he did worse under evaluation than anything he accused Trump of doing. I mean, as I've said before on the show, a bunch of us could chip in, come up with $18 million. Right we'll now. Buy let's buy it right now. And let's flip it and, and we'll be rich. <laughs> yeah. Right now we'll buy it. Also banned yeah. uh, Don Jr. and Eric uh, Trump from uh, serving as an officer of any company in New York State. I mean, I think they went uh, not a bit too far, a lot too far. And and John, also, as as a real estate executive, as you are, this is stunning, don't you think? I mean, it is so subjective. And and we've looked for cases, by the way, John. There's never been a case in New York State where they've gone after someone, John Katz. Yeah, it's just totally unreasonable. Why would anybody, why would any businessman want to live in New York State after this? Professor Dershowitz? And and nobody, nobody in their right mind would say that if he hadn't run for president, if he had just been Donald Trump, real estate developer, any of this would have happened. The only reason that he is being targeted is because he is a Republican in a Democratic city and a Democratic state, extremely unpopular in New York City. You know, thank God I don't have so much real estate in New York City. If I did, they'd be coming after me. Um, You know, uh, today. Anybody who supports uh, Trump's rights is a target, and they're coming after the lawyers. Uh, We're going to see more of this. We're going to see a new McCarthyism uh, that is developing in this country where they're targeting people based on their political affiliation, their ideological views, and it's spreading all over the country. It's spreading to academia where we're seeing kids targeted because they support Israel or because they support America, because they don't support the hard left. We're, our country is turning into a McCarthyite unfair place where people are judged not based on what they did or who they hurt, but based on who they are, what party they belong to, what identification they have. It's a very, very dangerous phenomenon, and this is this is the tip of, of a very, very deep iceberg. And let's go to Ed Cox. But one by uh, Professor, one by one, these cases are falling. Look what's happening with the Georgia case falling apart. Yeah. Uh, really, you wonder if the prosecutors are going to go to jail. By, in the, that way, situation. by the way, Ed Cox, yeah, you uh, for the you record, you guys, uh, uh, Tony Carbonetti, because yesterday Fannie Willis said she likes gray goose. Tony brought some gray goose in here I today. She was coming by today, so <laughs> well, I brought her you, some. You wouldn't. You wouldn't believe that the that the uh, Fulton County case is falling apart if you watch CNN. <laughs> CNN, a bunch of cheerleaders. Laura Coates uh, is talking about Fawny Hill as if she were a hero, as if this involved oh my God, a black woman. If this were if this were a white man, it never would have happened. And of course it would have. If you had uh, Jack Smith having an affair and then bringing somebody on, of course the same thing would have happened. But in CNN, you can't imagine the gloating that they were engaged in 
and uh, and and how they were cheering for Horny Willis and how they were cheering for this result in this in this case. You know, CNN has really become part of the problem uh, now, and it you know misinforms millions of viewers. Thank God for your show, where you can get you know the truth. You can get a balanced point of view from different perspectives. You can't get that anymore on CNN. It talks. In the end, these prosecutors are affected by Trump derangement syndrome. They go over the top, and in the end, they fail. And they're did failing. You know that, go ahead. Did you know Impressive. that I invented the term derangement syndrome? You probably don't know that. <laughs> no, yeah. I didn't know that. Everyone's using ago. it now, and it is certainly yeah, appropriate. Yeah. In this case, they've gone so far over the top. I think it's going to come back to it, just like the Bragg case. That will be coming up soon for trial. And, again, that one is way over the top as any rational uh, well, legal charge. You. you know, I invented the concept not in the context of Trump. <clears throat> this is before Trump became president. I, I devised a term called Israel derangement syndrome. I said you can talk to people like Noam Chomsky about anything intellectual, and he's very smart. You mention Israel, he gets Israel derangement syndrome. I wrote that. His brain becomes a scrambled egg, and you cannot talk to him rationally about any subjects. And now Israel derangement syndrome has devolved into Trump derangement syndrome. And they're both true. I know it. I know it from my friends because a lot of my friends have it. By the way, uh, Professor, did you see, um, uh, before we let you go, Harvard, this is the first time it's ever happened in American history. The House just subpoenaed Harvard because yeah. they said they're not turning all the documents over what they're doing to fight anti-Semitism. Bravo, right? Well, I would think that they could easily turn over all the documents about what they're doing about anti-Semitism. Nothing. The answer is we have no documents. Right. We're not doing anything. No responsive documents. Sorry. Anti-Semitism. How we're sad is that? About other kinds of discrimination, but not about discrimination against Jews. Discrimination, by the way, you know, the discrimination at Harvard has always been against Jews, against Italian Americans, Irish Americans, Asian Americans. There's been pervasive discrimination through the history of that school against various groups. Now it's manifested primarily by anti-Semitism. But, you know, you discriminate against one, you discriminate mm-hmm. against all. Absolutely. Professor Alan Dershowitz, thank you so much for joining thank us you. on such a big news day. Thank you very much. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 